And now it's time for Back to the Futures on the BetQL Network with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague. Presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome in. Back to the Futures here. Another edition on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcast. Brandon Sprague here on the West Coast, my great co-host on the East Coast, Lucy Burge of the BetQL family on Twitter at Lucille Burge. Give her a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Lucy, we are back again for another edition, and there is a lot to discuss today. I, I want to get to the, the the most surprising game, I think, was for most people, was probably Patriots-Packers. But before I get to that, I, I have to ask you, are the London games, the London games for me out West Coast is like, hey, you're setting your alarm for 6 a.m. on Sunday I actually get excited about that because I'm a morning show host Monday through Friday out here anyway, so I'm fine with it. Uh, is What's it like to have a 9.30 a.m. kickoff? Is it weird for you guys? Do you think, I wish we had more of this? How do you feel about the London game? So I love it as well because I get up very early generally. I get up early during the week. I get up early on the weekends, which is a blessing and a curse. So I was almost this morning, I woke up at like 7, 7.30-ish, And I thought, why can't this game start at 630 here? Because I love (laughs) when things start at weird times and in just a weird, like when schedules are different like that. So I kind of want it to be 630 a.m. our time, which would be absurd for you out there because that would be 330 a.m. So I absolutely love it because morning, there's nothing like morning football. You just kind of roll out of bed and there's a football game, a live football game on. I love it. Um, so I had a great time watching that at 930, but it was, I will say, a little late in the morning for me. If I'm going to go, if you're going to go morning football, I'd say on the East Coast, go at like 730, 830, something super early. Yeah. I, the last London event that was the Queen's funeral, and that was very early. That was that was extreme early for us, and I loved it. I was up watching it, so I will get up early to watch any kind of event like that. Don't test me on that, but I, yeah, 930 was a little late in the morning for me, quite honestly. Yeah. So let's, let's go no. earlier, guys. I'm I'm with you there. Um, this is the biggest event London's had. There's been nothing that trounces it in the last few months. Nothing. Not nope, one not single event has been bigger than football, uh, American football coming to London. I thought it was a it was a good game. Uh, if you yeah. took the Saints at, at plus four and a half to five, you win because the Vikings survive on the craziest field goal miss I've maybe ever seen in my entire life. Um, but that's how our day got started. So you had the dog already barking to start your Sunday, which kind of set the tone. There's a lot to get into today, Lucy, a lot. In college football, the NFL, I, I think we should touch on a little baseball. The Aaron Judge home run watch, I don't know if I've hated the Yankees more in my life than now. Um, my Atlanta Braves are kicking Zach's Mets butts, and the Seattle Mariners broke their 21-year curse. And so we'll, we'll chat a little baseball in the final segment. We'll guess the lines as well, hopefully with Zach Remen. A uh, couple technical issues that we're hoping to work through, but if we can get Zach on to guess the lines, we'll play that as well. But Let's start. This was the surprise. It's not just because you're in Boston. I genuinely think this was one of the biggest surprises. The New England Patriots not only played without Mac Jones, they started Brian Hoyer in the year of 2022, our Lord. And then Brian Hoyer got knocked out and they had to turn to. Yes, I'm reading it correctly. Bailey Zappi out of Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers. And he somehow put together an offense that included most handoffs and 24 points and pushing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in Lambeau to overtime as nine-and-a-half-point favorites. The Packers, lucky for them, ended up getting a win, and lucky for my teaser bet, uh, end up getting the win in OT. 
27 to 24. But yes, we had a Bailey Zappi versus Aaron Rodgers game go to overtime. I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. I can't tell you, Sprague, how much I loved the chaos of this, except that my bet did not win because I had the Packers minus nine and a half. And I am telling you, I could write an oral history of my yes. thought process and relationship with this game because I <laughs> I had during the week took Packers minus nine and a half. That was written in stone for betql.com. So I was not going to change that. So I woke up this morning full of regret. Of to, just like Tom Brady, full of regret for coming back this season. I am full of, of regret for taking the Packers minus nine and a half because in seeing people on Twitter, say talking to my dad, talking to other people, the, the main idea of this was actually this game is not going to be as far apart as we think. This is going to be a much closer game than we think. And I started thinking that's probably right. The more people are saying that, the more I thought I should have taken the Patriots here. This could have been the right side to be on. And everyone else was right, and I was wrong at this game. But this game, other than that, had everything you could ask for. Because first of all, Mac Jones, not playing because of, a, of, of his injury. Then Brian Hoyer comes in. Brian Hoyer, the cockroach of the NFL, because he has been around forever. He comes in yep. starting. I, could, I was so excited to see what Brian Hoyer would do, how this would go. Brian Hoyer out with a head injury. Are you kidding me? In comes Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones's twin, which my conspiracy theory is that it is Mac Jones. And the Patriots are not above going to these lengths to confuse their opponents by saying like, oh, we have a, a new quarterback, Bailey Zappi, coming in here. Who they Bailey Zappi could have been. This is what I think. Bailey Zappi could have been a real college football player. They kill off Billy Zappi and Patriots are like, okay, we're going to take this identity of this guy and make him also Mac Jones. So let's say Mac Jones gets hurt, but not so badly that he can't miss the next game. And this happens and it did happen. So let's bring in Billy Bailey Zappi. And then, so that's what they did. Because if you're telling me that guy is not Mac Jones, I don't believe you. If you look at pictures of him on the bench, if you look at the whole thing, <laughs> that is Mac Jones. That is Mac McCorkle yeah. Jones out there. I could not believe it. They are twins. So yeah, he, he did better than I expected. And that's why that he Bailey Zappi took Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to overtime is crazy. Unbelievable unbelievable that game so and also i think belichick is just losing it on the sideline he is just his temper is right on the edge there he's yep. kicking the passes he's he is belichick i don't know if belichick will or will not retire after the season but i wouldn't be shocked if he did is what i took away from this game <laughs> Bailey Zappi. i i i did not know lucy they're telling us um they're telling us by the scenes bailey zappy i guess is the fbs passing leader all time I had a friend of mine, he, he bet the Packers at nine and a half as well. He felt really good about that pick. And yeah. he texted me and he was like, they've got Mac Jones with a lineup playing today. And I thought yeah. that's hilarious because he looks just like Mac Jones, except the hairstyle is a little different. I, I just, this is what the, this is why the NFL is king and why it will never be beat by any sport. You don't have examples like this where a game is so meaningful in the grand scheme of everything that you get a Bailey Zappi stepping in for like 89 year old Brian Hoyer. And you think, Oh, Packers are going to lay the wood here. And they're trailing most of the way they were trailing most of that game. And they had to come all the way back to even push it to overtime. And they're lucky. They got really lucky too, because they, they punted an OT and Bailey Zappi and the Patriots, I think started close to the 50 and lucky for them. 
their only offense was hand the football over because they don't want to trust Bailey Zappi. So I think the Packers are lucky yeah. uh, to be having it right now, and, and uh, they should well, be taking the lucky stars. They should be. There's another stat that coming into this game made my stomach turn to see this this morning. What was it? Bel- Belichick, after a loss, is 38-10-1 against the spread wow. as an underdog or less than a touchdown favorite. So wow. I, that covered again. And that me, I was like, no, yep. no, no, I shouldn't, I should not have taken this. What, what was I doing? Man. But I mean, you look at, you look at the matchup, Brian Hoyer versus Aaron Rodgers, And you're, I mean, at my heart was saying, of course, take the Patriots. My head was saying, no, 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 I can't do this because then people will be chirping me. And so I'm like, all right, taking the Patriots, Brian Hoyer, Aaron Rodgers, And I did not want to do yep. that. Not that I mind that so much, but it's just like, I, I, my head would have, would have thought, yeah, I should take the Packers here. But that I my mind is still blown by by how close yeah. that game really was. Absolutely wild that it, they took it to overtime. But it was a great effort. But yeah, it's a great effort by them. Green Bay should be super lucky. Minnesota won today. Um, that was a really important game for Green Bay in the standing column. So I know they got divisional games and whatnot, but you still don't want to drop one to Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots on your home field. The other big game today, and it probably the biggest. Um, obviously Sunday night football is happening, but Patrick Mahomes cannot, is. he is in a zone right now and he is destroying oh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to lose all my bets today. I'm going to go oh for, for five because I had the Let bills me... minus three and a half. Yeah. Lions minus three and a half Packers minus. Nine okay. And wait, half. can I, can, can yeah. I push back on that? So you said Please that do. before the show, yeah. I follow you on Instagram. You posted your picks. I think you got bills minus three. I think you pushed that game. Did I? Well, well then maybe, I, maybe yeah, I did. Maybe you have a flub on your IG. I don't I know, believe, but I saw the three. I, I, okay. I believe I had the minus three and a half because I remembered okay. it was both the Lions and the Bills. But I, I will check that because that would be good. Okay. Technicality. I could get off on a technicality <laughs> here. That would be fantastic. And I also had Jaguars plus six and a half and Buccaneers minus oh. one. So so but yeah. but I did have I did have Red Sox bet Sunday, which I will bring back next season. Because yep. the Red Sox yep. don't have any more Sunday games. And all three of those no. hit. So thank you to J.D. Martinez, Michael Walker, and Tristan Casas for those three bets. Thank you very much, gentlemen, because that is all I get today because I also had Vikings minus four and the under in the London game. So it's been a great mm. day. Just a, I see yeah. jet, the jet lag factor. I thought jet lag factor, the fact that it's the who knows what time it is over there, right, body-wise. So maybe they'll be a little yeah. tired, lower scoring game. Nope, not so much. Nope. Not at all. Uh, Bills, Ravens was a pretty big one, Lucy. This one was interesting. This line, I mean, all week, it, it opened at Buffalo as a three-point favorite. It maintained at three. It did, I, did, I, don't, I don't think it got to three and a half at any book. I think the lowest it got was two and a half and then bounced to three. So it was largely at the three. But you said, I mean, you guys have different lines than we do on the West Coast. So you said you got it at three and a half. So it's I in the two and a half, three and a half range. At DraftKings, Draft okay. Have it at three and a half. Okay, at three and a half. I, I took the Ravens. I got them. And I tell you right now, they were up 20 to three. If you had a Ravens money line bet, you were feeling really good about that. And then, oh, wait, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, they come all the way back in that storm. They tie it at 20. And Lucy, I say this as a Ravens better, but I say this also as a football connoisseur. Can you please walk me through? I heard John Harbaugh in the postgame. You were on the five-yard line. No, the three-yard line there's like two minutes and some change left. It's fourth and goal. You have the greatest kiss, uh, kicker statistically in NFL history. And you opt to go for it. You throw an interception on like a Hail Mary type, you know, prayer and a throw. 
Buffalo intercepts it, drives it length of the field. They get to about the two, and they kick the go-ahead field goal. They win 23-20. to 20. You tell me, why did, why did Baltimore not kick the field goal? Why would it make sense to go for a touchdown there? I have no idea. I have no idea. And that's why I'm yeah. kind of glad it happened because I got to tweet, that's so Ravens. And I got to throw out that line that I've been waiting to use for a long time, even though I lost my bet on it. But that is that game was also wild. That's why, again, NFL is king. And that's why we continue to watch because I expected the Bills to add, to roll over them in a sense. I expected it to be not a game like that. But Josh Allen, as as Gen Z would say, Josh Allen is him. Josh Allen is Lord. Josh yeah. Allen is yep. why the Bills are the best team in the AFC, I think, right now. Because the Bills yeah. are not going to fall down and roll over. They are still alive. Of course, the Bills are back, people. And th- this is why they are the best team in the AFC East, I think, and in the AFC. Well, I mean, I, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you. I, I still buy the Bills highly. I, I have them winning the Super Bowl. But as a, a Baltimore-adjacent-slash-Lamar mm-hmm. fan, so I kind of root for the Ravens because I love Lamar. I, I just, I kind of felt for him. I know he threw that pick, but I don't know. I'm sitting in my living room. And I'm like, what are you doing? What, what, what are we doing here? It's, right. it's fourth and goal. It's, you're on the three-yard line. You've got the greatest kicker of all time. Like, what, 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 what am I missing here? And a Harbaugh basically is like, well, if we kick the field goal and then they go down, it's like, bro, you cannot be thinking that way. You got to take points when you get points. Maybe they would have beat you 27-23. Nobody in that stadium would have been like, well, that was a stupid decision to go for the field goal. It made sense in the moment. It was a bad coaching decision by John Harbaugh and staff. And I, I felt I feel for the Ravens when that happens because it's out of their hands. I don't know why making the call. I'm sure they feel like they should execute it, but they didn't. The other game I want to get to, Lucy, AFC East team going on the road in the AFC North. We've talked about the Patriots keeping it close with the Packers. We talk about the Bills eking it out against the Ravens. The Jets, a nice little story. The New York Jets, Zach Wilson comes back from the injury. They go on the road to Pittsburgh where they were anywhere from three to three and a half point dogs. And I kind of looked at this all week and I thought, that's an interesting line. I would think Pittsburgh would be favored by more. Maybe they're selling me something here. And Pittsburgh has Kenny Pickett come in. And you think he leads them to a, a victory? No. Zach Wilson and the Jets respond. They get two touchdowns, and they get the go-ahead score with about uh, 12 seconds to go or something. And Zach Wilson and the Jets get a road win at the Steelers with Kenny Pickett coming in. Yeah. Are the Jets kind of the real deal here? Like, are they the surprise team in the mm-hmm. NFL this season? I was hoping it would be the Lions, but be. no. The, the Jets? <laughs> I do think the Jets will finish with a better record this season than the Patriots. After especially what we saw today, yeah. I should have bet on the Jets when I I have Jets regrets. I am going to bet on the Jets going forward from now on because Jets after regrets. what I saw today, I no more Jets regrets. I'm going to bet on them going forward because my goodness, yeah. what we saw today, impressive. Yeah, no, the Jets, I'm with you on the Jets. I mean, it was a little clunky, it was a little messy, but like for the most part, eh, you know, kind of fun to talk about. A nice little story for Robert Sala and the Jets. Absolutely. We got a lot more to get into here, uh, the NFL action this week. We will play Guess the Lines coming up next. Um, We'll do some rapid fire thoughts on some games in the NFL, maybe mix in some college football, talk a little playoff baseball as well. It's Back to the Futures, back with more on the BetQL Network.
Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Start your day with a daily tip presented by BetMGM. Featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. I would love to serve on this jury, guys. I believe in my civic duty. But who in the hell is going to handicap Texas State and James Madison, huh? Somebody's got That's a civic duty as well. We have hardworking Americans on both sides of the aisle who want to make some money on some college football. Someone has to handicap these games. Who's going to do it? You? You, sir? You, ma'am? No. We have to do it. And thus, I present my case for being let go of this duty so I can return to my normal schedule. I think that's a fair argument. Right. We are essential workers. I don't care what you say. You know, nurses, doctors. Doctors, firefighters, yes. handicappers. These are the people you think of when you think of the selfless individuals in our society. The Daily Tip, weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Get locked into You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. With Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on the BetQL Network. All of these games, especially pro football, they're all going to sit on that knife edge. And what you're hoping basically is that by getting closing line value, getting good bets in around key numbers, teasing where appropriate, you're able to just create enough small margins that maybe like a few more of these knife edges go your way than don't go your way because of the way the margins fall in the game. And yesterday, like none of them fell my way. You know, some of the time I'm going to get one of those. Sometimes I'm going to get all of those. And it's going to be like, wow, Ken's so good at betting the NFL. Be like, I wasn't out there trying to convert in the red zone for the Jags. I just made the bet. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm trying to do. Just can I gather up enough small, small, discernible, maybe tiny edges so that when all these knife edge crazy games play out, more of them go my way than don't go my way. That's the goal for the season. You better you bet 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sports bettors wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM. Starring Ryan Horvath, Quentin Mayo, and Trista Crick on the BetQL Network. I'm jealous of everybody because we do these live look-ins that gets their own home run call. What would your guys' home run call be? Mm. Mine would be back, back, at the wall. Get out of here. G-T-F-O-H. <laughs> it's gone. You know? Or he's going to need a rocket. Never mind. I was going to steal that one from Harry Doyle. G-T-F-O-H. It's gone. Mine would be like this. Let me go deep, Yeah. Deep, you would sing deep, on the broadcast. Deep. It's 1 o'clock in Chinook. <laughs> Is that play-by-play woman singing? She's singing Black R&B? I, I like that one goes deep, so deep, so deep, it puts Corey Kluber to sleep. Yes, I love Dodgers that one, too. Win. Yeah, that's what I would want, too. See, I missed my calling. Iowa Cubs, you made the wrong decision. BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern, from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. To the Futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right, welcome back in. Back to the Futures here. Brandon Sprague, Lucy Burge, enjoying this Sunday evening edition here in the NFL Week 4. Uh, current score right now, Chiefs up on the Bucks, who just scored a touchdown 21-10. to Game opened with a kickoff fumble. And uh, two game, two plays later, boom, touchdown Travis Kelsey 
and the Chiefs are up 7 nothing. They're up 21-10 now, 8-0-4 left. They're driving now. They're almost to midfield um, on Sunday night football. So you have the Vikings, dog covers. The Falcons, dog covers. Uh, let's see, Seahawks cover, another dog cover. The Titans, dog cover. Uh, let's see, another one. You had Jets, dog cover. Uh, you had, let's see, another one. You had, oh, Cardinals, dog cover. Mm-hmm. Patriots, dog cover. You had a lot of covers uh, this Sunday. And I'm curious, was there another game? We talked about the Bills. We talked about the Jets, the Patriots, keeping it close. Uh, is it fair for me to ask what what's going on with the Colts and when is Frank Reich going to get the pink slip? It, it has a real feel in Indy, Lucy, like this Frank Reich thing is going to end soon. Am I wrong on that? No, you're right. After today, for sure. Like that, it's probably going to happen. Is I would agree with you on that. <laughs> well, the Colts, I mean – for for those who didn't know, um, BetQL's model, and I I bet this one. This was one of their 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 admitted duds. Like BetQL's usually got pretty good five star locks. One of their five star locks I saw on Tuesday was the Colts minus three and a half, and I thought I wouldn't normally want to bet that game, but okay, the model is the model. The BetQL model is as good as a model as you're going to find if they think it's a five star. Yeah. I'll take it, and just. I, I don't know. I, I think the Colts are too yeah. talented to be this one, two, and one team, Lucy. And yeah, they did I, tie. Actually, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they did tie. They tied. But like, I thought very highly of Frank Reich not that long ago. And the wins thing happened. And now this Matt Ryan thing is not going all that well. I just, maybe they won't fire him. They're not that kind of organization right now. But it's got a real sense of not working energy around it. And it's, it's yeah. disappointing because I thought the Colts could have been a sleeper team in the AFC this year. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say Mercury did come out of retrograde today. So yes, you can't did. blame you cannot blame any of this on Mercury retrograde, but to lose 24-17 to the Titans is not a great look, especially yeah. now that you're one, two, and one after again, you did tie. So that's a little bit of a yeah. disappointment. But that it is bizarre to have this start and not make any moves. Like do something. It's, yeah. I, I don't know. I it just it, there are definite vibes like that around this team. He also just makes awful coaching decisions in game. I mean, the, the decision to kick a field goal today in hopes that you get an onside kick. It's like, brother, I get it's fourth and long, but you're kind of at a touchdown or or nothing point, and he's just not thinking about that. Let's play guess the lines here, Lucy. Let's get into some games. We we bring our super producer Zach Kroll, who will go through. Zach, you're going to mix a couple college games in with some NFL. Uh, let's not dwell too long. Let's get as many games in as we can here. Zach, go ahead, get us started. Lucy is kicking my butt in this thing this season. So we find out if she rolls again. Zach, what's the first game and guess the lines? Yeah, guys, uh, it's going to be the Thursday night game. And it's actually one of the teams you just mentioned, Brandon, the Colts. They're going to go on the road to Denver. And before we guess the line, just a couple nuggets on the Colts. Since Frank Reich took over as head coach, he is four and six straight up against Mike Vrabel. And Vrabel has beaten him each of the last four times they've faced off head to head. So Mike Vrabel, the Titans are two and two right now. And he uh, owns Frank Reich, especially over the last four times they've played. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, Thursday Night Football. Colts at Denver. Both of these teams lost today. Uh, Lucy, I'll start off with you. Guess the line for that one, Thursday Night Football. Okay, I'm going to say Broncos minus three and a half. I wanted to say that number. I hate you. Well, um, I said it first. I know. I, I'm going to – I'm actually going to go Price is Right, yeah, and I'm probably doing it the wrong way. I'm going to take it – Four. 
I feel like Denver should get some respect. I know that they kind of blew their game today against the Raiders, but they're the home team. It's Thursday, and the Colts are a struggle bus. I'll take Denver minus the four. Sprig, you literally called it. You priced it. Price is right, it, but the wrong way. It's Denver it's minus three. three. Damn oh! it! <laughs> he literally this called This is it. amazing. This is amazing. Okay, so I, I wonder what my record is with this game because it's better than my bets tonight. <laughs> All right, you're dominating team. me on this game. Dominating. <laughs> Another team uh, that Brandon mentioned, the New York Jets, they have a huge divisional game next week. And as a Jet fan, guys, I'll say this is going to be one of the bigger games the Jets have had the last few years. Zach Wilson, he's coming home for his first home start, especially off that win. That crowd's going to be excited. And they're facing off against another team we haven't spoke about yet, the Dolphins. We don't know who's going to be at quarterback after, unfortunately, what happened on Thursday night. But uh, Dolphins at Jets, Sprague, I'll start with you. Guess the line for that one. Uh, Dolphins at Jets. I'm assuming it's Teddy B because Tua should be out for at least a month. If you saw the report, they fired the um, independent concussion doctor. He did not follow proper protocol. Shocking. I know. We all knew he had a concussion. Shocking. As he should have been fired because that was disgusting. Yeah. I'm going to say there's some respect here for the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. I'll say Jets minus the four. Oh. Okay. Wait, so you think the I'm... Jets are favored or? Well, I don't know with that tone. Uh, yes. Yes. Right, Final answer. You. Damn it, Zach. Was... You're in my head. You're in my head. <laughs> go ahead, Lucy. Just go win it. We Zach, know you're going to. Zach, go ahead. Zach is a pro at this. He could be tricking you. Um, I know. I'm gonna I know. Say, I'm going to say Dolphins minus four and a half. It's Dolphins minus three. Sprague's initial. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, man. You really thought the Jets would be favored? Like, I know it's Teddy Bridgewater, but isn't he one of the better backups in the league, would you say? He wants to call you the biggest idiot right now, Sprague. It was a bad read by me, okay? As soon as I said it, I felt stupid. You made me feel dumber. Like, move on, okay? I'm an idiot. I'm bad at this game this year. Congrats on the Braves yeah. in the division there, Sprague. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's all I got going for me right now. That's all Zach, Zach wants to say. Day. Damn it. All right. So Lucy's up 2 nothing, and in honor of that, we're going to get to, honestly, what might be Lucy's game of the year coming up next week. As her Detroit Lions, they have a big game after their tough loss today uh, against Seattle. Mm. They're going on the road to her neck of the woods to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. And this is another game we don't know if uh, Mac Jones is going to play or not. So Lucy, of course, I have to start with you on this one. Lions at Patriots. Guess the line. So I'm going to say the Patriots will be favored because I'm almost thinking, are they going to be? But no, I think they will be Patriots minus. Oof. I'm going to say Patriots minus three and a half. Um, I don't know. I don't think it'll be that high. I, the Lions are covering machine as a dog, not as a favorite. I'm going to, I'm going to price is right. Yeah. I'll take it half point down just because I, I don't think it'll be that high. So I'll take, Patriots minus three. Sprague is finally on the board. Patriots minus two and a half in this one over the Wow. Line. Yes. Oh, and my game of the right. week. He had to beat me in that one. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I don't think I don't think Mac Jones is playing very quickly, Zach. I'm 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 roaring. We're roaring. We're roar boys roaring. next weekend. Roar, roar boys, roar. let's ride. Yes, roar. let's go. Lions is a dog, yeah. They've been coming through. Was that a but, roar? That was a dog for them being underdogs. Okay, all right. That was it. I'm glad that it wasn't. I don't. I don't know what that was. (laughs) (laughs) 
That was right, a lion in Pickett Park. Uh, okay. The Chargers. This is this is an interesting game next week because the Chargers, I think, low-key under the radar of any team today, they had one of the bigger wins because if they would have lost today at one and three, mm-hmm. their season all of a sudden would be spiraling out of control. They're going on the road to Cleveland to take on the Browns. This is a really interesting game. Brown sitting at two and two, uh, West Coast team traveling east. So, uh, Sprague, I'll start uh, it off with you. Chargers at Browns. Guess the line. Uh, I think it's Chargers minus three and a half. I think they're going to get respect. They damn near blew that game today. It would have been a firebrand and Staley game for me had they done that. But they didn't. And I think this could be a good spot for the Brownies at home. I'm going to take the Chargers minus three and a half. I think I'm going to go Chargers minus one. Sprague has tied it. He was close. It's Chargers minus three. He was a half point oh. off. So we are now tied. Wow. Yes. Oh, We're oh, back, boy. baby. Uh-oh. Overtime. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. This is another interesting game. And, and another team that it didn't see, feel like that long ago. We thought their season might have been over. But all of a sudden, they're reborn. The Dallas Cowboys, they're sitting at 3-1, mm. and one, winning three games in a row with Cooper Rush. They're going on the road next week. This is going to be that Fox – uh, four four thirty East Coast game. Uh, Cowboys at Rams at SoFi. Now I know the Rams play tomorrow night on Monday Night Football, but guess the line. What do we think it came out early? Lucy, I'll start with you. Cowboys at Rams. Okay, I'm gonna say Rams. Uh, Rams minus six. Spring. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna say Rams minus five. Wow. Another close one, but Lucy gets it. Rams minus six and a half. She was a half point. Oh, oh. God. Look at oh, this. I didn't think it would I didn't think it would get that high. I thought Cooper Rush could sucker some people in. Damn it. <laughs> All right, guys. We will go to college football now. And one of the biggest storylines in college football this week was Oklahoma. You thought for a second that Brett Venables, he was looking like a pretty good hire uh, after Lincoln and Riley left, but Oklahoma's lost their mm-hmm. last two games in blowout fashion. And in my opinion, this is one of the most entertaining games in college football. One of the games I look forward to the whole year, the Red River Showdown in the Cotton Bowl between Oklahoma and Texas, true neutral field. So, Sprague, I'll throw it over to you. We don't know what Quinn Mm -hmm. Ewer's status is in this one, but uh, Texas and Oklahoma, guess the line. Uh, Oklahoma minus six. I was going to go Texas here. So, I'm going to go Texas minus six. I'm going to seven. Texas minus seven. Wow. So of all the, of all the times we've done, guess the line. I think this could be the most range we've had uh, between the two of your guests. And as a fan of this myself, I'm a little confused by this line. Texas Oklahoma is a minus five and a half point favorite over Oklahoma. Lucy close again. But what do we think of this line, guys? Five and a half. I am, I am loving it because I was closest. (laughs) I love this line. I'm going to bet on it, actually, in honor of this. Uh, I'm it. taking Oklahoma. I'm taking Oklahoma with the points. This is a bounce back spot. They've been embarrassed now in a couple weeks defensively. I, I'm going to take Oklahoma, but I I feel like a moron right now. I'm getting absolutely getting my lunch stolen. It's just I'm being bullied right now. It's not fun. It's not fun. What's okay. the next college game we got, Zach? This is another team will stay in the Big 12 that really has been one of the biggest stories in college football. And it's crazy because it doesn't feel like that long ago we were sitting here on this show breaking down their basketball team going all the way, winning uh, the national championship. That's Kansas. Another win for them yesterday against Iowa State. They have 
five wins, zero losses. They haven't done that since at least 2007. They're hosting TCU, who uh, beat up on Oklahoma. Both these teams are undefeated. This is going to be a great mm. game. Uh, Lucy, I'll start with you. Uh, TCU at Kansas next week. Neither of these teams have lost yet. Who do you think is favored? Guess the line. I'm going to say Kansas minus I'm going to go Kansas minus three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take the half point below here. I think it's Kansas minus three. They were three and a half point dogs to Iowa State and they outright won. Uh, TCU and Sonny Dykes are humming right now. They their offense is flying around. They're back to back good, impressive weeks. I think they'll give some respect to TCU. If not, TCU might even be the favorite in this game. But I'll price this right, Lucy, here. I'll take it uh, Kansas minus three. So Sprague gets the point, but not because he was close. TCU is actually a five-and-a-half-point favorite yeah. over Kansas. Really? No right. respect to the Jayhawks. No respect. No, wow. I, look, oh. res- respect to the fighting Leopolds, but I, I think this is finally the week for them. TCU in that offense, Sonny Dykes has that thing humming right now. I, I like that. I'm kind of in on the TCU because I think people will come in on Kansas and maybe drive that line down. Uh, let's do one more, Zach. One more line. Okay, Sprague. We'll go to your neck of the woods, and I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited for this game because I watched one of these teams uh, this weekend, and I was really impressed. We'll go to the Pac-12. Utah, they're going on the road to UCLA. UCLA and Chip Kelly, they have not lost yet. Utah, they had a lot of hype going into the season, had a really high ranking, but they lost that opening Mm -hmm. a week game to Florida. So, uh, Sprague, I'll start off with you with this one, your neck of the woods. Utah at UCLA, guess the line. This could be interesting because uh, UCLA hosted Washington on Friday, and they were actually a home dog to the Huskies, and they absolutely blew them out. Huskies came back at the very end, but they were still two-and-a-half-point dog. I think Vegas is going to do it again. I think they think Utah's the better team here despite being at the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl is not a home field advantage because nobody cares. I'm going to say Utah minus two-and-a-half. I'm going to say UCLA. I'm going to say UCLA. Minus three. All right. We are going to end in a tie because Sprague takes it. It is Utah minus three for yeah. next week over UCLA. So a tie. We'll have to settle this next week. Look, oh, we Zach, will. thank you very much. Uh, we will we will thank settle you. this next week. And Lucy, let me just kind of end this segment because we got well, I want to get some baseball stuff. I want to get to some more NFL stuff. Mm-hmm. If you would have beat me on the Pac-12 line, I, I might have retired. I might have had to hang him up because I'm pretty sure I watched significantly more Pac-12 football than you. They No, they were about to take your name off the show. If I if I would have won that, it would have just been yeah. just wipe it out. That would Back to the Futures with Lucy Burge and a white guy. Yes. Yeah, that's what <laughs> exactly. it would have been. Lucy Burge on Back to the Futures with a white guy. There you go. Uh, Zach, thank you so much. Uh, we wrap it up. Exactly. Baseball stuff. I hate the Yankees more. Congratulations to the Mariners and next week's NFL games. Give you an update on Sunday Night Football, too. Back to the Futures. Back with more on the BetQL Network. Back to the Futures. We'll be back with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network. Presented by BetMGM. <laughs>
Sports bettors wrap up your day with BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, starring Ryan Horvat, Quentin Mayo, and Trista Crick on the BetQL Network. Try it. I want more money. And if I can just put down a little money to get a lot of money, yeah. you know, that's always my... Yeah. That's, I think that's an American dream, as some would call it's it. It's like, well, you know, after watching uh, all sports for the last uh, 33 years, you know, something in my soul died. <laughs> and I just couldn't get excited about watching sports unless I had money on it. I don't know. Call me, <laughs> call me an addict. Call me just an enthusiast. That's how I got into and it. And that would be like, me too, Tristan. <laughs> and that's why we're here on the BetQL Network. Hashtag wager table. We like, are and that would be the promo. dead yeah. inside. If, if your soul is dead and you need a little extra to make you feel like... Like you're alive. Put some money on the Reds Cubs over. Like you know what? That's right. wager entertainment on BetMGM tonight. BetMGM tonight, seven to eleven Eastern from the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Check out BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, nine to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. I'm not willing to say, oh, Colts. By time, go in on the... I'm not willing to do that. I, I was looking at that win total last week at seven and a half and thinking after this chief spot, which we expect them to lose, uh, which they, of course, did not, is when you buy... I don't know. I don't know that I want to buy in on that team. I'm not saying, oh, Matt Ryan looks good all of a sudden. I mean, they needed a lot of help to get to 20 at home for their first win of the season. So I, I don't think that's what it is. And, and the Chiefs, yards per play, 5-2 to 3-8. Big advantage there. I'm not uh, I'm not a believer in Indianapolis. BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth. Presented by BetMGM. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Start your day with a daily tip presented by BetMGM. Featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network. You don't want the promos running of you wearing nightshirts and you being no. a court jester. Those were fine, but I think maybe, you know, change is good. It's nice to evolve as time goes on. I think it's time we turn things over to Dabby Doo, don't you think? No, Michael Jenkins, cat whisperer. If he can't win his bets, at least he can calm his cat or any cat for that matter. So I think we're rebranding. Instead of Nightshirt Jenkins, it is now Cat Whisperer Michael Jenkins. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like how all of the cat experts in our chat right now, Matt Pisani, one of our producers, is giving me cat tips as we're talking about this. The Daily Tip, weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Grab your flux capacitor and let's go back to the futures with Lucy Burge and Brandon Sprague on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. All right, we're roaring back. We are the Roar Boys here on this show. Lucy Burge, Brandon Sprague here, although our Lions did lose as a favorite. That was heartbreaking. The Seahawks, okay. like, yeah, high-scoring game like, of the – season i mean what's what's up with the defense there lions i i, I don't know um don't know. lucy we're we're gonna try something new here we like to have fun in our our hour show every week here on back to the futures here on the betql network and by the way thank you to everybody that listens subscribes rates reviews hates me hates lucy loves lucy <laughs> hates me maybe loves me and hates lucy but watches anyway whatever that is thank you for supporting the show uh, we're gonna try something here zach created a segment the flux capacitor favorite futures 
out Love in sports. It. Now, this can be any future that you're kind of eyeing here, Lucy, because we are back to the futures here. I actually want to gear this towards baseball because I wanted to talk some baseball before yes. we wrap up with some football conversation. Um, what is your favorite future? Do you want to play the World Series odds? Where, where's Lucy Bergelin in right now? We could go World Series because for a while, the back of my mind, I have been having trouble with my World Series pick for the season, even up until now, because I want to pick the Mets, but I've been worried that they're going to Mets, and they are kind of starting to Met here, although DeGrom did hit the over on strikeouts the other night, even though everyone was like, oh, I blew it. Nope, he did it for me, so that's great. But he ensures they're kind of sliding a little bit, so... I am still, as I have been in the back of my mind for a while, on the Astros to win the World Series. They are just mm. a powerhouse always. With with, uh, it also love Dusty Baker. I also love Dusty Baker. That was my other reasoning yeah. for this. But how do you not? How do you not like Dusty Baker? How do you not? So it's like the Astros. Right. Not I don't I don't hear as much about the Astros as I think we should be hearing. So I really like. I think the Astros to win the World Series would be my favorite future right now. Okay, Lucy, lock it in. Favorite flux capacitor future is Astros plus 380 right now are their odds to win the World Series. Uh, this, is, um, this is a homer pick, but I think the Braves are playing good baseball, and I yeah. just think that they're loaded right now. They're taking care of the Mets. Olsen just went deep, so they're up 5-3. Braves right now plus 700, Lucy, to win the World Series. I, I won't be shocked. The Yankees are plus 500. The Mets are plus 700. The Jays are plus 1,800, right? The pods, the cards, maybe the cards deserve more respect. The Phillies are kind of limping into the postseason here a bit. The Jays are getting not a lot. The Mariners broke their streak. I kind of like not only the Braves to win, I kind of think that we might get a World Series rematch. Like, that wouldn't surprise me because the Houston Astros are the best team in baseball that won is actually the best team in baseball. And also, too, nobody wants to talk about them. Nobody wants to right. talk about the exactly. Houston Astros. It's all about Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. He's breaking a record. No, he's not. He's breaking okay. a record I don't care about. Stop it. I hate the Yankees. I hate them even more with this Aaron Judge live watch. This is not a record I care about. You're like seventh all-time in home runs in a season. Congratulations. You're going to win the MVP. I hate this team. I'm so tired of being force-fed Aaron Judge. Okay, I'm with you at at this point's break. I am with you on this because I I always like records being broken in baseball. I like celebrating milestones in baseball and celebrating things and and all of this. But enough already. Enough with Aaron Judge and okay, so he hit 61. Okay, now we got to get to 62. Enough. And Roger Maris Jr. He can also go away too because he is making this all about himself. And I am more annoyed. My question to you would be: Are you more annoyed with? Roger Maris Jr. or with Aaron Judge mm. and the whole hoopla around him because every time something happens, there's a tweet from Maris Jr. being like, oh, well, uh, clean. But then it comes into the whole discussion about like, oh, well, the clean players versus the not clean players. And there should be a record for clean players versus not clean, which obviously is impossible because Barry Bonds, I mean, there's no exact proof that he was ever on anything, a, a numerically on a sheet of paper ever, never was caught doing anything. So you can't have a record for something like that or have an asterisk when you can't actually prove it. But can mm -hmm. you actually prove it? Because like, who in God's name could do that? But like, if you're not taking that, but it's just the conversation around it, it the milestones turn into butts you know, this person or this person or that person was on steroids. So they, you know, they actually hold this title, but what title is legitimate? Everybody needs to relax. 
and just Roger Maris Jr. go away. We can celebrate a milestone home run and then be done with it. And I feel like we are trying to be force fed this because he plays for the Yankees, but also because there's the narrative that, that baseball is kind of on the lower end of the totem pole in terms of popularity, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't, I don't like that. I think baseball is the best sport in the world, but I think people are trying to force feed it or networks or MLB itself seize this opportunity and kind of like with pool, how come we don't have a live looking for, for Albert Pujols? 701, 702, 700. Yep. Thank yep. you. Didn't, Thank didn't you. I mean, it's much I, bigger I, yeah, deal. I, I didn't either. You know, it's funny. I, I'm glad you said this. I, baseball's popularity. Baseball needs to stop caring about its popularity. You're never beating the NFL. You need to accept your lot in life. And what your lot in life is, is sometimes you're the second most popular sport. Sometimes you're the third. Sometimes you're the fourth. You know, you're right there either with, ahead, or slightly behind college football in the NBA. That's just what you are. And I get there's people our age or younger that, yo, baseball is so boring. That's fine. They don't have to like it. I, it, doesn't, exactly. it doesn't impact how I feel about it. It doesn't impact how you feel about it. But I'm glad you said this. I think that they're trying to do this Aaron Judge stuff, Lucy, because I think they think it's actually going to encourage people to care. And I think it actually does a disservice not only to – them because you're cutting into football which is our our country's religion at this point i mean they took the college day away from god <laughs> college football the, <laughs> the football we the college football game i mean when we die, god's gonna be like, coverage. yeah i mean yeah you you're cutting into hurricane coverage like you just i think that they thought <laughs> a new york yankee, yeah a new york yankee tying roger maris the AL record oh everybody's gonna care no that's that's maybe the worst team in baseball to get me to care. And, oh, by the way, I don't – that record doesn't mean anything to me. I don't care what Roger no. Maris Jr. says. It's it's all hot air. Um, so I'm with you on this. I went to the coast uh, last weekend, and I was off the grid on Friday, and I knew Polis was close, but I was like, okay, I hope he doesn't do it. Lucy, I got mm-hmm. service I at like 4 a.m. on Saturday. And we headed back home early. I scrolled my Twitter. I didn't see anything. And then I found out that he had broke the record on that Friday evening. Or he got he had gotten a 700 home run. 700. And I thought, why is that not the look in? There have been now exactly. – there, prior to him, there were three players, three, that had 700 home runs. And he yeah. became the fourth all-time. And we're sitting here like, oh, a guy wearing stripes on his shirt. It's going to tie a record that's been passed seven times already. Or we can talk about a guy doing something that only three other players had done in the history of the game. I'm with you a thousand percent. They're trying to make us care about their sport more. The problem is they cared about the wrong effing home run chase, in my opinion. Exactly. I completely agree with you on that because the Roger Marist record does not grab me as much as in ancient Albert Pujols coming back for his career resurgence and hitting his 700th, 701st, 702nd home runs. Are you kidding me? Yep. That is so much more. And I also just like Albert Pujols more, and he is more of a legend of the game. Him, his last game at home, hitting a 702nd home run, that's banana land. 
the 61st yep. home run of the season 60 and then it's like okay now we got to get to 62 but now he's got to break you got to create a record that no one else can break so we got to get to 65 okay i am done with aaron judge lookins it is almost it is akin to the queen's week up to week lead up to her funeral where even i was getting tired of this I think there are Yankee fans or baseball fans that were like, okay, I love Aaron Judge, but even I am tired of this now. I think there was more coverage <laughs> of this home run here than there was in England of the Queen's death. And that, that was wall to wall. But everything was, oh, Aaron Judge, this, what is Aaron Judge doing right now? Is he going to hit it tonight? Is he not? Oh, no, Aaron Judge home run drought. He hasn't hit a home run in three days. He's only got, what, like five games left. Time is ticking. And so now he's he's done it, but not done. So like, it's like, okay, now we got to keep And the Maris family had to travel forever for this. And it's like, okay, yeah, come back the next night. Now we got to go to Canada, get your passports out. We're going to Canada for this to get your 61st home. It's almost random number too. 700 is a nice clean number. Nice round milestone. 61, not as much of a grabber to me. Not as great on merchandise yeah. to me. No, it's 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 not. Well, the whole brand of Maris's family is like the sixty-one brand. It's been going on brand. forever, but yeah, yeah. But, but it, I'm with you. It's not. It's not seven hundred. No, Let me ask you this: We're running out of time. I gotta add I, the Mariners. This is kind of a cool sports story. I know they're Pacific Northwest, so I'm a little more close to this. I'm. I was never a Mariner fan, but I never hated the Mariners. Um, they they broke their curse. Twenty-one years of not making the playoffs. It was the longest postseason drought in pro sports. I don't know. It might be the Kings in Sacramento that is second because I think they're 16 years now without making the NBA playoffs, which speaks to just total incompetency because half the league makes that. But I think it's the Sacramento Kings now, the record holder. The Mariners went 21 years. Lucy, uh, what were you doing 21 years ago, and how crazy is it to think about that? And now you're at this point in your life, and this team is finally back in the postseason. So 21 years ago, I was nine years old. I was going about to turn nine. Eight, yeah. Eight or, so, yeah. And I was in, uh, I, I couldn't name you one thing I, I did that year. wasn't even alive on our chat. <laughs> <laughs> Zach was not yet born at that time. Uh, yeah. That, that nine years old, I probably was just, uh, yeah. I don't know what I was doing. Probably fifth, what was that? Fifth grade, sixth grade? No. Fourth grade? Fourth grade, no, probably? that's fourth grade. Fourth grade, yeah. Okay, so I was about to get my ears pierced. I got my ears pierced when I was ten. Hey, so I didn't even have my ears pierced yet. I All think right. was was what was going on there. But yeah, no, that I'm always a fan of curses being broken. That's always yeah. A cool no, thing I was happy. I was happy they did it in the teals too, which made it even sweeter. Dave Sims has a sweet home run call. Highly advise you guys go check it out. Kudos to the Mares. Plus nine hundred World Series odds. Why not? I mean, you make it for so, the first time. Look at that. Yeah. Yep. Look at the Guardians, maybe too. Terry Francona. Oh, hello, Guardians. Uh, update on Sunday Night Football as we wrap up. The Bucks scored a touchdown. It is Chiefs 28-17. Uh, mm. My update, because I had to turn my TV off because it was lagging our show, it says it's uh, 10 seconds to go in the first half. So high-scoring affair in Tampa Bay. That's going to do it for us, Lucy. Uh, boy, we got a lot of football and baseball to watch over the next week. We move closer to the MLB playoffs. And uh, we'll keep you guys in line for what happens next week in the nfl pretty good pretty good week ahead of us huh we sure do i can't wait all right give lucy a follow at lucille burge on instagram and twitter and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week thanks for tuning in back to the futures here on the betql network and the odyssey app back to the futures we'll be back with lucy burge and brandon sprague on the betql network presented by betmgm <laughs>